This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International. And it's time for Walking Free. And I'm glad you've joined us for another episode of Walking Free. This is Vernon, and I just came from a funeral, a very sad day. A young lady, 18 years old. Friend of our family, at least growing up when uh, she was younger. A beautiful young lady named Kaylee. And she died at the hands of drugs. And this was a beautiful soul. She really was. But she was caught in a dark place and with the devastation of this addiction in her body. And she had, I'm sure, some issues that drove her, at least initially, to that drug. 18, 18 years old, gone. Beautiful family. My heart goes out to Josh and Pamela, to their other daughter, Hannah. I know my kids played with Hannah and Kaylee at times, pool parties, events, and to see such a young soul just gone. It's just very sad. And I drove home from the funeral just a bit ago. I said, you know, I just need to talk about that and put that on this podcast this week. It's like, how do you reconcile? How do you deal with that as a family? Now, yes, I've lost. I lost my wife six years ago. That's hard, devastating, tragic. But it was a long run. It was a, uh, you know, we were kind of prepared for that. But here is someone who is struggling at a young life, but struggling with some issues, addicted to this drug, deceived by the enemy, by the world. Loving parents, loving sister. What do you do with that? And we know that, yes, God allows us all to make choices. Is God mad at her? Was God punishing the family? Of course not. God loves the Boxer family. God never left them. God never left Kaylee. When Kaylee was jumping and dancing and running around, God was with her. When Kaylee was in that dark place, trying to escape, God was with her. 
speaking to a heart, saying she's loved. That she's not alone. And, you know, if you know somebody or suspect somebody, especially a student or anybody for that matter, but a student who is struggling with drugs, man, if you're in their sphere of influence, talk with them. Direct them. Let them know you care. You're there for them. You want to listen to them. Direct them to help. There's so there's tons of organizations out there that can help get someone physically off a drug. You say, well, they're not Christian. I don't care. If we can help someone get off um, that physical addiction, that's a positive. That's a good thing. Yes, I think there's deeper issues. There's other issues that uh, only Christ, I believe, can address. And knowing Christ and knowing his forgiveness and understanding who we are and who he is in us, absolutely. But man, if there's help out there that can help them get off that drug, go for it. You know, when you're at, and yes, by the way, just to finish that thought, you can't force anybody to get off drugs. You can't. Don't try it. But what you can do is be there for them and accept them. Listen to them. Talk to them. Pray for them. That's what you can do. And if they're asking for help, help them. Call, give them the phone number to call. Get them to a doctor, to a hospital, whatever it takes. If it's in your power and influence to do that, then do it. You do what you can do. You can't do everything. You know what I saw at this funeral? I saw the body of Christ coming together. And it was amazing. Brownsbridge Church just did a beautiful, uh, they wrapped themselves around this family from the staff, the church, the, the, the friends, the folks uh, all around there just came together. And you and I can't be everything. When I was there, I didn't know what, what you know, I've, I know the family, I've, I love the family. I was in the earlier part of their journey of life, if you will, when the kids were young. And, you know, as life goes, you, know, you grow apart sometimes. What do you do? How do you comfort? You know, Romans 12, 4 says, For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, talking about our physical body. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. 
when the body comes together, it's really a beautiful thing. The hand does what the hand does. The head does what the head does. The feet do what the feet do. All coming together. That's what the body of Christ did today for the Boxer family. You know what all I could do? You know, inside, you know what I want to do? It's like, oh, I don't want to. There's so many people there. My introvert uh, bent, want to just you know, leave them alone, let them talk to all these people. I'll just walk out. But the Lord said, no, you're a part of their lives. You love the family. You love Kaylee. Do what you can do. You know, all I could do, couldn't even talk hardly, but I can go give a hug and just be present. That's what I did. Maybe that was my function. At least that's all I could muster by God's grace anyways. You say, well, I don't know how to comfort. Just be present. Be present. Maybe you can just hold a hand. If appropriate, you can give a hug. As God allows, you can say what's, come, what's on your heart, whatever words God give, gives you to say, and if it's nothing, it's nothing. That's okay, too. If your tendency is to run away, stop. Run toward. Run toward. See what the Lord does. When it comes to comfort, that famous verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, when Paul is opening the letter and he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. You know, sometimes, and, and yes, when we go through a particular and very specific heartache, God allows us to comfort those with that specific heartache. But, you know, as we experience the comfort of Christ in our lives, God can just flow through us to comfort those who are in any affliction as God comforted us. And you know, God doesn't just start quoting Bible verses at us. Most of the time, as best, at least as I experienced it, God is just with us. He's present with us. We cry out, don't know what we're saying. Maybe we're angry. Maybe we're questioning. He just listens. He listens. Doesn't condemn, doesn't judge. 
He listens. That's what we can do. That's how we can comfort. We don't have to have all the right verses or have the most eloquent things to say. I didn't. Goodness, I could get barely get a couple words out. But we can be present and we can comfort. And I want to encourage you to. You know, when I'm out working with students or out perhaps in a group environment, and I know I've probably said this before, but I pray, Lord, who would you have me encourage today? And Father, give me the words to say. Just bring them to my mind. Who would that be? And sometimes, and I have no idea if anything quote-unquote works. I don't know. You know, I had, I was at our high school ministry the uh, other day, and I was there, and I prayed that prayer. And out of the blue, this guy, this senior, shows up and says, Vern! That's what all the students, you know, they just call me Vern. My kids call me Vern. They don't, they rarely, often don't call me dad. They just call me Vern. I know, go figure. Anyways, probably because they heard all these students growing up. Vern. This guy goes, Vern. I turn around and this guy, uh, I remember the, uh, the Sunday he left uh, our uh, state and was going with his parents uh, on a trip and they were moving, didn't know where he was going to end up. And uh, he said, yeah, I flew back here for senior weekend, senior in high school, our senior camp. I flew back here for senior weekend. My parents put me on a plane. I said, well, awesome. Where are you staying? Well, I'm crashing with some friends and with my small group leader. Man, I love small group leaders. And Bob, you're amazing. <laughs> but staying with a small group leader, crashing with some friends, and out of all those hundreds of students, boom, there he is. Hey, Vern. And I just said, well, what's going on, B? What's happening? And we just start talking, and we sat down and caught up for a bit. And he goes, look, I got to go in a minute. I got to get an Uber over to Bob's house. I said, Uber, I can drive you over there. And that's what he needed. He needed a ride. Wasn't very spiritual, I guess. But I said, Lord, how can I, what can I do? to encourage. Who would you have me encourage? And I believe, and maybe there was a couple others, but that was the one. I'm just available. Father, I'm just available. Well, was there, what happened? Did Was there some miraculous something that happened? I have no idea. We got some McDonald's fries for him anyways, and some 
uh, McNuggets, which I think he said are 20% chicken. We're not sure. Sorry, McDonald's. I'm sure they're good. Most people, a lot of people like them. But he got him some Mc, McNuggets and some fries and a Dr. Pepper. And we just talked. Drove him over to Bob's. Dropped him off. See, sometimes the kingdom of God and our place and our function may not be to get up and speak a, a big message. Love doing that. May not be leading someone to Christ. I love doing that. It may be sitting on a couch, catching up with someone out of nowhere they haven't seen in a while, getting them some fast food, using your resources, in this case, my car, taking them over somewhere, dropping them off. That's it. And that's enough. I don't have to know the end game. I don't have to know what could, you know, what might happen. I just have to be available and trust the Lord. That the Lord's always working. Did you know that the Lord is always working? Always. Always. We're just not always seeing it. Our eyes aren't always open. We're not always open. And you can't do everything for everybody. Don't put that on you. But you know what you can do? You can be available and just ask the Father, Father, who would you have me encourage today? Who would you have me comfort today? Lord, I'm scared. Don't know how. It's okay. Trust him. Trust him to give you the push that you need. Trust him to give you the thoughts. Did you know that the thoughts that you generate are good thoughts. Say, Vernon, you don't know all my thoughts. I don't have to. I know the source. I know that you've been given a brand new heart. We'll, we'll talk about this one at length uh, in another episode. But the thoughts that you generate are good. I didn't say every thought that comes into your mind is good. I said every thought that you generate from that new heart is good because the source is righteous because you have a new righteous heart. And you ask the Lord, say, Lord, I'm going to trust you to speak to me and to give me the thoughts. And I'm going to trust the new heart that you gave me to direct me and to encourage or to comfort. No formula. Just walk it out. That's walking free. Not walking in some legalistic, oh, I got to go over and do this. No, you just ask the Lord and you trust the Lord. And did you know that it's never wrong to be kind? It's never wrong to extend grace. It's never wrong to love. So I just don't know if it's God's will. Well, guess what? It's God's will for you to love. It's God's will for you to forgive. It's God's will for you to comfort and to encourage. Go for it. 
Yeah, I know you can't do every everybody every time. As you can, as the Lord gives opportunity, go for it. Let Christ just flow through you and go for it. I think that's what it's all about. Whether it's in your family, your friends, at church, at work, say, Lord, who can I encourage today? Who can I comfort today? Look for it. And just ask those open-ended questions, not necessarily the yes-no ones. Do you want to talk? No. That's, that doesn't, that's probably not the best question. I think the better question might be, tell me what's going on in your heart. Maybe another question. How can I love you better? How can I love you right now? They may not know. That's okay. Be present. I just want you to know that oh, when I see and, and experience a day like today, it makes me want to just, I've got a multitude of emotions going on. Those of just pure joy seeing the body of Christ come together. Seeing this family trusting God in the midst of such terrible, terrible loss. Yet anchored in faith. Seeing the body of Christ come together in a beautiful way. Being a very minuscule part of just one person giving one little bit of comfort as best I know. Trusting God that he is the comforter. And then at the same time, the other emotions of, man, I hate drugs. I hate the drug problem. I don't hate the person going through it. And they're not druggies. They're hurting. Most of these folks that I see when they get into that addictive cycle are just hurting. And they don't need condemnation. They just need acceptance and love. And yes, they need to come to the end of themselves where they are ready for help. I get it. You ask the Lord if there's someone in your sphere of influence that you can pray for, that you can encourage, that you can call, that you can text to tell them that you love them, that you're thinking about them. Do they want to grab a coffee and be available for the God of the universe to be present while you're present? to be listening while you're listening and to encourage through you and you could change a life. You could change 
the very course of someone's life. That's how I want you to walk free on this episode. I don't want you to feel guilty like you're not doing enough. I want you to be free to say, Father, thank you that I'm free, that I'm available, that you can encourage through me and then just start walking and loving and serving and being gracious, allowing the fruit of the Spirit to flow through you to touch each person wherever your feet may walk. That's walking in the Spirit. It's you walking in the Spirit, loving through you. That's walking in the Spirit. That's the will of God, is you being you in Him. So, as I say on every podcast, almost every, I don't want you to talk about it. I don't want you just to think about it. I don't want you to preach about it. In fact, it may be time for you to stop talking and start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.